Okay. Okay. You want to record a podcast with me? Where is, I wonder, where is the intersection between ADHD and OCD? There are some. Have to be being dang sure, but I, I would think it would be more on the the impulsive compulsive side of ADHD, mm. which you tend to lean not in that direction. I know, isn't that weird? But when okay, okay, here's a question, and let's get mm-hmm. Fitz on one day to ruminate on this. Yeah. yeah, what is the difference between a hyperfixation and a compulsion? Discuss. Yeah, that, you know, that is a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answers. So I guess we could come up with some hypotheses and then have science destroy them all. (laughs) She destroyed me with science. She destroyed me with science. Uh, We have a topic today. We do. suggested to us by our friends in the Discord, specifically our friend Tay. What is that topic? Allison. Oh, we haven't done any introductions or anything. (laughs) (laughs) We got to roll dice. We have to. We have to say hi, Matt. Hi, Allison. Welcome to my podcast. (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. I'm so glad you could join me today. This, of course, is the podcast ADHD 20, where we try and find the intersection between ADHD ADHD and and. TTRPGs. <laughs> it's not like we haven't done that like twenty-seven times already, but here, here we are. Know, so, do you know what? Matter. Do you know what today's episode is, Matt? What We're is today's in double episode, digits. It's episode Dang. ten of our second season. So, I mentioned on the last episode that I just went on vacation with my family, and while on vacation with my family, I mentioned to my brother, whose name is also Evan. Uh, that I have, you know, podcast about ADHD and he asked how long we've been doing it. And I was like, well, we're in our second season. He said, well, then it's not a podcast about ADHD because anybody with ADHD (laughs) wouldn't be able to do 20 something episodes or something. And I said, ha ha, but, but it's our hyper fixation. It is. And he said, okay, that tracks. So on that note, Matt, I'm about to surprise round you real quick. Uh Uh-oh. Oh boy! Oh boy! Surprise oh boy! I, have, I, I surprise you. You surprise me. <laughs> uh, give and take a little commotion. What if every week on ADHD twenty at the beginning we just quickly shared what was our hyperfixation for the week? What was the thing that you hyperfixated on the most Ooh, this damn. week, Matt? Right? Ooh, I love that. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah. I'm asking you, though. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, undoubtedly, it, it is actually uh, usually editing the, this podcast. That's that's a that's a pretty rock solid way to get into mm-hmm. hyperfocus. Also, uh, I have been working very hard on my RPG methodology Ooh. system. So uh, I did definitely have some hyperfixed. Mornings where I was like, I can fix this. I can do this. I can make it. And I did. I did. Uh, but those are my two. Nice. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough hyperfixations. I think this week my hyperfixation was definitely Patreon. We mm-hmm. 
we decided to give our own darling little Patreon a little glow up this week. And we so did. I spent a lot of time in there and it was a lot of fun. You did. And there's a lot more I'm going to do and can do and can't wait to do. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yay. Fun yeah, for that's why part of your dreams and goals for Patreon, we're hoping to have, say, live streams of this where we... Everybody hears all of this nonsense at the beginning and the end and the middle of these podcasts. That's that's the best part is that people think that you and I actually just talk for 30 minutes a week about this and have no idea that <laughs> all that we cut. It's great. We're like super succinct. Like I, I have to leave in all of our uh, 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 stuttering just as the example that I have ADHD and that that's my that's my jam because man mm-hmm. alive. We cut out a lot of it. A lot of it. Um, well, there's our new segment. We'll see if I remember Love to ever it. do it again or if, if season exactly. two, episode 10 is the one time we bring it up. But I think I think mm-hmm. it would be interesting week to week to see I what our hyper focuses change to and what's the thing that's just kind of like getting us all hyper and juiced <clears throat> week to week. Um, so thank you for humoring me there. Now let's do the uh, the D100 table and then yeah, get please. on. Then get on with it. Uh, you got get your dice ready? Get on freaking lives, man. I'm rolling for anybody who cares. Now that this is also in video format, I'm rolling with my Jester dice today. I love them. Jester is my favorite critical role character, of course. She's just the cutest, the most unproblematic. And the D20, mm. it's a cupcake. It's a sweet. Aww. When you land on the 20, you get a sweet little Jester cupcake. And I just love it. Okay. Anyways, enough of that. Enough Which of that I nonsense. Even know about. I even know about the cupcake yeah. thing. I have rolled. What did you roll? A 28. <laughs> wow, this goes right along with the segment we just had. What is your current hyperfixation meal? I actually have one. Okay, so let me first say um, I don't I don't usually hyperfocus in that way. I don't hyperfocus about food. Okay. In fact, it, it is very hard for me to eat the same meal twice in, in a week, even. Wow. Like like consecutively like i'll eat i could eat pizza twice or something like that but they have to be very different pizzas right okay so uh i know that a lot of people with adhd don't have that problem which is also totally cool i mean okay some people some people just like get on a i'm gonna have beans and rice every night kick i can't do that however i really really love this meal we've been making it for a while uh, it's fish, rice, and coleslaw. Ooh. Interesting. Delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Like a little slab of some, the fish can change, but then uh-huh. just rice with a little butter and then my coleslaw, which is mm. made with Duke's mayonnaise. Of course it is. I, I knew it was either made with Duke's or like mayonnaise you made yourself. I do that but mm-hmm. my because my hyperfixation is putting fruit in things so Aye. i bet that would be good if you did like a little like mango or like pineapple to the to the slaw i bet oh, that'd be hell. good that would mm-hmm. be good treat would yourself good. treat right. yourself wonderful well, what did you roll well i'm glad you have a hyperfixation meal there's, there's something we don't normally talk yeah. about from you um i rolled a 13 a 13 Allison, what is your alignment IRL? Oh, I love this question. Um, you know, I think I want it to be chaotic good. 
it's definitely chaotic. There's there's no way it's not. But I <laughs> I think lately, because I entered my villain era not too long ago, I think I might be skewing more chaotic neutral in this current uh, iteration of Allison. I'm not yeah. apologetic about that either. But yeah, it's definitely chaotic. I'm not a lawful girl, and I don't think I could play a lawful character. Right. So mm-hmm. Still in your villain phase, I approve. Well, I've moved out of my villain era and into my delusional era. But yeah, we're, well, we're moving... Right. I'm just like Taylor Swift and really moving through the eras here lately. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today? So we polled our lovely audience in Discord this week uh, with our favorite question, what kind of topics do you like? Got some good ones. Got some real good ones. I love everybody's brains, man. I really, really do. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this particular question came from our good friend, Tay. I think you might have touched on this a bit already, but how about going in depth on things that made y'all feel welcome to show up as your whole self at a gaming table? Or conversely, what will put your walls up or make it harder to engage? What are best practices for the neurotypicals around you to make gaming table rad for their neurospicy friends? Ooh. I, I, I love right. everything about that. I mean, I, obviously, I love the spirit in which Tay asked it, both within the lens of ttrpgs like what can Mm -hmm. cause us to just shut down in a game has that ever happened to you have you ever had a gaming moment where you just kind of wanted to like homer simpson into the bushes yeah do you want to talk about it sure (laughs) um i I, i've definitely had i've definitely had that moment as a game master and it's it's a little okay it 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 happened because I felt like all of the players were against me. Oh, so I think I know very, the time you're talking it about. It wasn't a happy moment, but I got mm-hmm. very upset and angry, uh, and I didn't know what to do about it. it I mean, RSD, right? Like, it was a full-on mm-hmm. RSD attack that mm-hmm. I was feeling, because it wasn't like anybody was doing anything particularly mm-hmm. You were definitely not attacking me, because as, as we've said many, many times, this game, the beauty of it is that you can be yourself, and yet you're not yourself. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't that apply to the Game Master? Well, it should. And yet, mm-hmm. there, was, there was this moment where, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just, I had prepared this thing, and and my creature, or whatever it was, or the situation, I don't even remember. I've, I've, I've put it out of my mind, but it was, I was very, I got very, like... Oh, oh boy! I got. I want to stop. Just like oh, I, gotta, I feel so bad. I, I, you know, I just kind of went into myself, and uh, it wasn't the best feeling, but it mm-hmm. it was it was a real thing. And then you know, we just discussed it because that's yep. the kinds of friends that we are. If, if we weren't kinds of friends that we are, mm-hmm. then that would be a bad situation, right? Like, yeah, that yeah. could turn you off of playing role-playing games forever (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you know that's so that's a bad side of this right if you if you don't if you're not in a safe space Mm -hmm. and there's so many so many so many articles online about making your gaming table a safe space as safe Mm -hmm. as humanly possible so many great ideas Mm -hmm. This mechanic called the X card, where yep. if something happens, you're you're not calling someone out. You're just showing mm-hmm. a card that says this is, makes me uncomfortable. There's yep. what so is it called? Veils, lines, yeah, I mean, it, and veils. Thank you, lines and veils. 
there are lots of systems out there where to make everybody feel comfortable at, at a table. Uh, mm-hmm. And that time, any time that I've ever felt weird, I've been able to talk about it and say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I felt weird. Um, mm-hmm. How about you? I know which time you're talking about, and I do remember that because I knew that we were, I knew that we were off kilter. I knew that we were off sync, and that's never a good feeling when you know that you're usually in sync with a group to feel very like mm-hmm. why is, why is today raining chaos? Um, yeah. I'll say this because I obviously we're not here to like talk trash about anybody or anything, but there have no. been other games, not the ones that I play in with you, um, but pl- games I play with other group where like there's a member, maybe even two that like you just don't jive with as a person, right? Yeah. And that's, that's hard. And so there was, uh, not too long ago in one of these games, one of the people that personally I just don't jive with rolled up a new character and it felt very like shoehorned in. It felt like in rolling up this character and kind of because we were a very close party. The party had been playing together for years. So, like, we'd been through some shit together. And then suddenly mm-hmm. there's this newcomer here, and we were kind of, like, asking questions to determine if we wanted this character in our party. But suddenly it started to feel personal. Suddenly it felt like it wasn't, you know, our characters asking another character thing. I was like, are we okay? Like, are we mm. – is, is this the people asking the player things? And that right. wasn't a good feeling. Um yeah. But again, part of me felt like we were put in that position because this particular player was kind of trying to to shoehorn something new in just for the sake of it. Um, yeah, and, and that felt weird. That felt bad. That's that's the that's the the most recent example I can think of. And and we <laughs> we we both started off with negative ones. Yeah, uh, but I can I can speak to the positive side of of Tay's question, which mm-hmm. was. What are things that have made us feel welcome to show up as our whole self? And I would say, personally, it is the role-playing abilities mm-hmm. of my group, right? That includes you, of course. It definitely includes my brother, Evan, mm-hmm. includes our friend, Fitz, and includes our friend, Matt Williams. Like, the fact that y'all are always almost always willing to mm-hmm. go for it, to bring in the emotion, to to really try to put yourselves into this this character and what the character would say, even if it isn't what you would say, is just mm-hmm. so inspiring. It always mm-hmm. changes what I am doing and saying. Mm-hmm. It, it always does. And and when when I play with Tay, I can literally see him doing that. So I know mm-hmm. it's the same for him. I know it yep, is. Yep, I've yep. been in moments where like, that's not what he was going to say. But he is so inspired by what the players yeah. are doing. And it's these moments where you feel comfortable shedding tears or these moments that uh, where where a character just kind of breaks – breaks down any barriers and really talks real stuff. We don't talk about him all that much, but our friend Matt Williams, he's a dad, he works in family ministry, and uh, to be honest, this is not an insult in any way, but I, I would not walk down the street and see Matt and go, oh, that's, a, that's an excellent Dungeons & Dragons player. And man, 
just some of my favorite moments, the moments that I have that has mm-hmm. cemented my love for this game are things that he has said, both outside and yes. inside, that he 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 just comes up with. It's so real. It's so it's so meaningful. It's mm-hmm. so well thought out, and it's so intelligent. And that just to me. Uh, basically, and this is this goes this goes in real life too. If you're willing and able to sit down with me, even as a perfect stranger, and tell mm-hmm. me real things about yourself, I am I am going to be interested. I'm going. Yeah. I've said this before, and I'm going to be there, right there, just like immediately fascinated. Tell so this more. game uh, already puts you in a position where that's easier to do, and then the players that I play with are phenomenal. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Yes, and so much of that. Matt Williams really is a master at acting as his character. In fact, if you mm-hmm. know Matt personally, IRL, and I, I do not know a kinder, more gentle no. soul. He is the epitome of a good listener and a good yeah. friend uh, to to all that he knows. Right, um, and in. The game, Matt is a hothead, and I love it. Like, I Literally love it. it. Yeah. Yes, he's a fire genasi, and he, like, he went off a few weeks ago in session, and I, like, yeah. I mean, my mouth was on the floor, because I just, I, wa- I wasn't expecting it from his character, so you're so right. Like, when a character gives you something that you're not expecting, and then, and, and oh. for it to be coming from Matt Williams was just uh, the best kind of shock to the system. So- I'm going to go even further back uh, for my yes and what's the positive of like what gave mm-hmm. me permission I'm going to go back in time to like our first session of D&D when I didn't know Jack Diddley about how to play and we've talked about mm-hmm. this a lot on recent episodes of how like I knew immediately and I will credit you Evan and Fitz because like I, my wish is that everybody in the world would get to play Dungeons and Dragons with Evan Bivens and Anna Fitzgerald mm-hmm. <laughs> because they are just, they're so wacky in such a beautiful way. And so it's, it's almost like when you see somebody that level of unhinged, I swear this is an, as a compliment. It gives you permission when people say like, what advice can you give? to newcomers and first-time players or people who haven't played in a while, it's always get a ringer. Get somebody in your group who knows what they're doing and play with them because no shade to being a newbie. I never felt shade, but I knew I didn't know what I was doing. And if I hadn't had y'all there to show me those ropes and to be weird and wacky and vulnerable and and just like hand me that permission slip into the journey yeah. of my imagination. Um, we probably wouldn't be here now <laughs> having this podcast yeah. playing every week. And thank you to, you know, our original um, Dungeon Master Jeff Milando for fostering yeah. that because he made it very clear the kind of table that he wanted to run was one that we could we could go for it, that that the focus yeah. was going to be on the characters, the game, enjoying our time with each other. And I think Tay does that. You definitely do that, Matt, whether it's a one shot or whether it's going to be a campaign or a mini campaign to sit down with your players in some kind of a session zero and to get the goals and to say, what kind of player do you want to be? What kind of session do you want to have here? Is this a focus on combat? Is this a focus on role playing? Um, do you like puzzles? And then something else that you said that can kind of segue 
into the real life aspect of this. And it's something, you know, I've been mulling over for the past couple of weeks. I mentioned on our last uh, episode that I, I took a, a family vacation that didn't go well. And yeah. and I don't want to harp on that, but I've been thinking, you know, you think about these things, right? And you think about like, what could I have done differently and what, and, and I thought about it, honestly, through like the lens of my neurospiciness, especially because I had a conversation with my mom about the fact that my dad has undiagnosed ADHD and that hinders my relationship with him. It hinders a lot of different things. And she was asking me a similar question to this of like, what can I do? Like, and so I think you kind of touched on it at the beginning where you said like having that conversation outside of the game. So obviously if, if like tensions are high and we're not speaking the same language in game, having the wherewithal just to say, we're going to get through this, we're going to take a break and then coming back later and saying like, what could I have done differently? And that was that was a big piece of advice I gave to my mom and that I give people with me personally. Like when I get really riled up about something, it is hard to stop that train. So don't try. Yeah. Like, and I know when I get to that level of anger, emotion, sadness, whatever that that peak level is, I know to to remove myself. I know myself enough to know that like I just need to step away and take a breath and like please don't push me. But if somebody can come back to me later and 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 say like okay what could we have done differently like where did where, where did we go wrong yeah. um calmly trying to have that conversation but a lot of people are so afraid of conflict i feel like and maybe this just comes with our age that they never want to go back and have that conversation because they don't right. want to reopen that can of worms and i'm kind of like if if i'm calm like we can have that conversation if i'm riled mm-hmm. up <laughs> We cannot have that conversation. Right. No, you are, that, you are really good at that. You're really good at that. And I think, too, one realization that I've had, and I think this is a generational thing. I, this is not shade at my parents, but rather the people of OK Boomer generation is mm-hmm. – is, and something that makes you, Matt Williams, Evan, Fitz, Tay, really good D&D players and Dungeon Masters is why you're listening. Are you listening with the intent to respond or are you listening with the intent to understand? Mm. And I think you and Tay as Dungeon Masters do an exemplary job of this where you're listening to us. You're not like, you know, I know it sucks, Matt, when like we tear down your plans, <laughs> you know, but but you prove over and over to. again. That's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to go off those rails. But like it, that ability in game or in conversation, if we're talking about real life again, to pivot and say, what did that person just say? And, and respond to that instead of what you wanted to say, the point you wanted to make. Right. And I, I just, I think with the people that I never feel heard with are the people that listen with the intent to respond to me, to make their opinion known rather yes. than to hear what I just said. So there's my that diatribe was, there. I love that. Gosh, that's amazing. And, uh, that was probably the lesson that I enjoyed learning the most in improv, my year of improv mm. schooling. It's ironic how many tools, rules and tools there are mm-hmm. for improv comedy. They're all like that. They're all mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's if yeah. you come in angry, it's not going to be good. Yeah. If you don't listen to understand and then and then be able to respond no matter what you want to say and you can tell yeah anyway that that's Mm -hmm. a huge huge compliment um that you just gave me and i really 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 appreciate that because not only as a performer 
mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm not an improviser anymore, but I, I did take that to heart. But then with ADHD, that is, mm-hmm. that is a known challenge, which is, I, I have something I want to say. Well, what if the conversation moves or what if it yep. doesn't really suit for you to say what you wanted to say? Yeah. And you have to let it go. It's so, <laughs> it's hard, yeah. man. It yeah. is hard. Oh, it so sucks. That's a, thank you. That, that, that made me feel good. Oh, um, but I meant it. I wasn't just, I promise I was no, not no, blowing no. smoke. I, I can tell. No, I, I can tell. I can tell. You've started to dive into the second part of his question, which is great. Mm-hmm. The, the practices for making a gaming table <laughs> more rad in Tate's words uh, for <laughs> neurospicy friends. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that's a big one. I think that's a big one uh, that can apply to anybody really, but especially if you know for a fact that somebody has, you know, an impulsiveness, for example, just like understand that maybe you might need a, t- t- to have a little more patience. Why are you laughing? <laughs> It's me. And see, this is why we are such dear friends. We're this is why we're such dear friends. This is why Fitz mm-hmm. and you have become such dear friends. Mm-hmm. Is that you you do have that. You I mean you do. You have the impulsive side. You do there I can see it. I can I can feel I can literally feel it. Uh in you I can see and feel that like I got to say what I want to like and and sometimes <laughs> you're your brain won't you just can't you cannot not right you cannot yeah. not yeah yeah uh but we are like yeah that's that's yeah. that's okay that is okay we accept yeah. you yeah um now <laughs> this is so funny because i was i was talking to Lindsay yesterday about this and just things mm, things that people with disabilities might mm-hmm. have uh traits that people mm-hmm. with disabilities might have mannerisms uh, that would make it impossible for you to be their friend, right? And of course, that's going to be a sliding scale. And yeah. and you came yeah. up, you came up as an example okay. of of just someone that I know a challenge for you is impulsiveness. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, we just we just love her, we just love her. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, because. It, knowing is half the battle and there's things mm-hmm. that i i know that mm-hmm. that are challenges for me that become challenges for y'all <laughs> probably a lot of it's time blindness but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there, there, there's stuff but you love me right like that's that's the thing so at a gaming table um you, you just understand and and man yeah. if you are if you are the neurospicy person um, within reason, like don't don't make it all about you, but come in and say, "Hey, everybody, this is the way my brain works." So if this happens, mm-hmm. just uh, don't be surprised. You know, we've said this before, but like, can you put yourself into someone else's shoes? That is, I, that has got to be the number one skill to learn mm-hmm. in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a better skill. I don't know one that, that is more important as you age. I don't yeah. know one that's that's more important to have lasting friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that I'm perfect at it by yeah. any stretch, but it's it just it seems like every th- communication issue comes down to that, right? Yep. 
And like, the more you're able to do that, first of all, is like to try and say, what are they experiencing right now that is making them act that way? Mm -hmm. And then the more you're able to recognize how people treat me has very little to do with me and everything to do with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we've talked a little bit, we've skimmed the surface on rejection sensitive dysphoria or SD. Um, I think we could go miles deeper on that one. Um, but I used to care like in a debilitating borderline non-functional way, what people thought of me, just like mm -hmm. waves of tears throughout high school because mm -hmm. of people that didn't matter. Like that was the funny part of it too. It wasn't even like it was my close friends. You know, I would get hung mm -hmm. up on like just little one-off comments and the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that never was about me. People always yeah. see their insecurities on display. So the thing they disliked about themselves is the thing that they're going to pick on. It's basic human nature, but you know, yeah. 14, 15 year old adolescent brain couldn't parse that and, you know, shouldn't have had to. Um, but yeah, yeah, the older, wiser version of myself now says, first of all, whatever they're doing, the, however they're treating me right now is a reflection of how they feel about themselves, not me. And second yeah. of all is, is the like, and what are, what's going on with them? Are they, I mean, I joke, I'm not that hard to figure out. If I'm being cranky pants, I probably am hungry. Like, yeah. I, I probably haven't had enough water or enough sleep. And I think a lot of people are like that. I don't think I'm alone <laughs> in that behavior sometimes. Yeah. So. It's, isn't it interesting? Because I know that I know that ever since we started this podcast, I do tend to armchair diagnose everybody that yeah. I know. 10 times more than I ever did. And I, I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of yeah. that. But I will say this, uh, going along with what you just said, mm -hmm. it really, really is a part of my journey to try to understand uh, other people in, in their shoes, right? When I run up against people that I have had a very difficult time befriending and mm -hmm. they drive me nuts or uh, certain things about them, I can't, I just cannot jive with. Yeah. It does, it does help me to try to say, okay, but why? Like, do they have an undiagnosed something? Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's just trying to figure out how we relate to the universe. Is anyone neurotypical? I just, I, we have I think doubts. that's the other thing okay. we're going to, I think that's the yeah. other thing we're going to discover. Uh -huh. There is no such thing. Nobody. That's fine. Exactly. I like it. But, you know, I think that you touched on something really beautiful, though, Matt, that like, as I'm thinking through this, I think that you guys all credit to you for creating a, an environment that both modeled good behavior. You know, yes, I have ADHD, but I can get stuff done or whatever the case is. And that I'm going to I'm going to love them through it, because when you put somebody, especially somebody who is neurospicy, especially somebody who is prone to RSD and to just kind of. I mean, I used to just make mountains out of molehills. People would not mean anything by the thing they would say. And somehow I would turn it into this big dramatic, oh, so you hate everything about me and you don't want anything right. to do with me. And like, because they said like, hey, can you, like, I have a headache. Yeah. Can you keep it down? You know, or whatever the case might be. But like in those situations, I wasn't being loved through it. I wasn't yeah, 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 being yeah, yeah. met yeah, yeah. where I was. I wasn't, I, I, these people were listening with the intent to respond and react instead of understand. And so to kind of go back to the original question of, of like, how can we help make people feel comfortable at a table 
meet them where they are, see them as they are, honor that. And then, you know, uh, and I think I get this both as a neurospicy type and the newest, you know, in our little microcosm, at least newest to the D&D community. I remember what it was like to be the new kid. So I'm constantly trying to find ways to make the other new kids. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that we've rolled out is we want to start doing these one shots. And I am screaming from mountaintops because I've had so many people say, I want to play, but I don't have a way. Like, I don't have an interested party or things like that. Yeah. Or, you know, then people who are like, oh, but I'm, I'm, I'm so intimidated. You know, I'm not a good actor. I'm not a good performer. I don't, you know, just, again, just trying to meet those people where they are and say, okay, but what questions do you have? Like, how, how can mm-hmm. we bridge the gap? How can I take you by the hand? Cause remember, that's what I need. Remember, I don't like to walk into new rooms by myself. That's where my friends are always going to have to usher me through that. So I try and be that, that kind soul in return to be like, I will meet you at the door of the proverbial yeah. dungeon where yeah. we will go play. Yeah, it's with a welcome sign. <laughs> and, and I will halberd. walk you in. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And a halberd. Uh, <laughs> and I will walk you. That's all. I think that's all we need, man. Somebody to meet us at the door and walk us inside. Yeah. Yes. There is an, a, an absolute fact for anything that has anything to do with accessibility or inclusion in the world. There is one rule that kind of tops everything, and that is do not be afraid to ask questions. And that is, mm-hmm. that is the, the symbolic <clears throat> reaching out a hand. Mm-hmm. And I understand this, too. I get it. But some people are so terrified to ask questions. You know, especially of Lindsay, who is, you know, profoundly deaf. I get, I get that even more. But even me. Mm-hmm. Like, just ask. Don't. Yeah. Chances mm-hmm. are, unless you're out, outright trying to be insulting, mm-hmm. there isn't mm-hmm. anything that you can do to insult yeah. if you just ask the question. There really mm-hmm. isn't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, that's a game table or that's a, a restaurant or a theater or any damn place, man. Mm-hmm. Ask. We should we should just like make buttons, you know. I'm neuro spicy. Mm-hmm. Ask me, and just let the whole ask. world. <laughs> That's a T-shirt. Ask me why. Ask me why. I'm neuro spicy. Ask me why. <laughs> that would be amazing. I want that so bad now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is good. This is good. I hope that this answered Tay's question. Yeah, he knew the answer to it already, but but I love talking about this. Yes, thank you, Tay, yeah. for an excellent, excellent question. I always like the questions that straddle, you know, ADHD and and D and D so perfectly. And this one hit it out of the park, Sir Tay. I love that. I love the ones that straddle. D&D, ADHD, and then outside of D&D at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, like this one. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You could, yeah. Yes, yes. You could definitely replace gaming table with mm-hmm. taking someone home to your parents for Thanksgiving. Yes, for Thanksgiving specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you boycott <laughs> Thanksgiving, like me. Christmas. Uh, Hanukkah, um, yeah, all of the holiday, any holiday, Pre- President's Day. Day, Memorial Day, <laughs> Memorial Day, <laughs> Indigenous Peoples Day. Now we're just naming holidays. Yes. It's time to end the episode. Just, <laughs> exactly. There it is. There it is. Uh, 
<laughs> what's your usual what's your usual sign off oh we just start naming we just start naming holidays wow that's i uh, i have been thinking hard about like we do need a sign off or a catchphrase and you know our friend jacks jacqueline havington came up with a really great one yeah neurospice and rolling dice let's test it out well okay. thanks thanks allison for for j- joining me on your podcast matt thank you for having me on your podcast <laughs> And thanks everybody for listening. And 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 don't forget. Oh yeah. And thanks everybody out there for listening. And don't forget. I can't do it. You do it. You can do it. <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to our podcast about neurospice and rolling dice. Choo-choo! It's always. <laughs> In a world where you can be anything, be Neurospice and rolling dice. (laughs) Anytime you can in a world something. I'd rather be Neurospice and rolling dice. dice. Oh, we'll keep workshopping, but I think we're on to something here. Yeah, we got to work on it. But yeah, it'll it'll be there. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Live, laugh, love, Neurospice. Okay, I'll stop. Love <laughs> <laughs> it, leave it. Thank you for listening and being a part of our ADHD20 family. If you're looking for more, we'd love to see you in our public Discord server. Look for the link in our show notes and come join the chatter about all things TTRPG and ADHD. But also TV, music, really pretty much anything on our minds. We also have a Patreon where you can get access to bonus content and outtakes, be the first to hear new episodes, join us for live streamed recording sessions, and even play Dungeons and Dragons with us and our friends. The best way you can help us, though, is just to share this podcast with people you think will like it. Thank you for being a pal to us as people, to ADHD20 the podcast, and to the greater Bivens Brothers Creative Commonwealth of Nerds. 